Hi, everybody. Welcome to the UEA Nursing Podcast um, with me, uh, Joe Ellis Gage. And today we have a Meet the Lecturer episode with Ellie. Hi, Ellie. Hi, Joe. How are you? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thanks for coming along to introduce yourself to everybody and tell them all about your, your past and your future and whatever else you That's want to exciting. tell us. exciting. Thank you for inviting me. That's all right. So, first of all, who are you? Tell me, tell me who you are and what you do. So my name is Ellie Taylor. I'm one of the lecturers for the Children and Young People's Nursing Programme here at UEA. I've been in post for, it's my year anniversary today, actually. Oh, is it? Since I've started working at the UEA. So oh, that's good timing. Cool. I know. Oh, well, happy anniversary of joining. Thank you. Um, so we're going to start at the beginning of why you became a nurse. And we've been talking to people and some people have um, had that, I wanted to be a nurse ever since I was a little boy or a little girl and that's what they've been destined to become and many of us myself included have come through a a different route in <laughs> so um tell us about your your route into nursing and why you ended up studying it so i guess for me i was i'd always been interested in nursing as a young person but i was a bit conflicted between whether i wanted to, you might laugh joe but being a journalist okay um a journalist or nursing. So yep. when I did the my two work, classic choices. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I did my work experience, I did one week at the King uh, Kings Lynn News. Oh, is it the Lynn News? Lynn isn't News. It? Okay. Um, and one week at the Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Kings Lynn. After my week at the Lynn News, they very politely said to me that they thought I was too nice to be a journalist. And then, thankfully, the second week of my work experience at the Lynn Hospital. I thought this is it. This, okay. is, this is definitely what I want to do. Um, Interesting. So, so you didn't get to the second week, and then they said, "We really think you should be a journalist." <laughs> no, thank goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so we, were you convinced at that point? You didn't have a longing to be, go into journalism. You were like, "Nursing's good after that week's <laughs> experience." No, I like to read celebrity gossip magazines these days. So okay. that's my um, link to journalism now. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> Not sure if that's a good or a bad thing, but <laughs> fair enough. Okay, so and then you went straight into nursing. What from um, finishing school? Uh, yeah, I did my A levels, and then I went to study nursing in London. Mm -hmm. um, it was then called St Bartholomew School of Nursing and Midwifery, um, and I did a slightly different course to what the students do now. I did eighteen months Common Foundation program, yeah. so I did. Um, adult nursing, learning disabilities nursing, med mental health nursing and children's nursing in the first 18 months and then specialised in my branch of children's nursing in the last 18 months yeah. of my programme. Um, yeah, it's now called City University of London, but at the time it was more affiliated with the hospital trust that yeah. I was training in. Okay. And did you enjoy it? You were like happy from the start? Yeah, I loved it. I really loved it. And I, I can... I love being a children's nurse, but I also really enjoyed the Common Foundation programme and doing okay. sort of the different specialities. And I really enjoyed my mental health placement and my learning disabilities placement as well. And I think that's probably reflected in some of my career pathways and career choices over the years as yeah. well. Yeah, and although they've changed that system now, you can see the benefit of it in you won't go through a career in paediatric children's nursing without coming across people with mental health problems with um learning disabilities and all that it all links in doesn't it yeah definitely so. and i think we really i guess when i teach the students now it's 
although the focus is on the children and young people, it's embedding that think family approach as mm. well, getting to them to think about the bigger picture about what's going on in that young person's life because we know that parents have a huge responsibility in caring for their children and sort of, I guess not thinking about family-centred approach to care. Yeah, good. Mm. Okay, so you, you, you did your, your training um, and where did you go next? So I was really lucky and I got a place on a rotational programme at University College London Hospital. It's one of the sort of big teaching hospitals mm -hmm. within central London and I did my first six months in an oncology unit. Mm -hmm. um, then I did my second six months on a general paediatric unit and then my last six months on a specialised adolescent unit and it was one of the first ever adolescent units that was set up. Yeah. Um, and I love that. That's where I found my niche and actually that's where I decided to spend, like I progressed from D grade mm -hmm. to E grade as it was then. Um, and... So in terms of uh, these days, it's kind of like it was like staff nurse and senior yeah. staff nurse. They don't have that anymore, but that's the rough idea. Yeah. yeah and I, there was something about working with teenagers, young people, the fact that they could tell you mm -hmm. like how they were feeling, what their concerns were, what their worries. And there was a fantastic multidisciplinary approach on the unit to really think about the holistic care that was given to the adolescents that yeah. they were caring for. And the only speciality it had was that the young people were between 11 to 19. So we had surgical patients, we had rheumatology patients, sickle cell patients, um, oncology patients, and often sort of rehabilitation patients as well. So it was just a really nice mixture. That's interesting. It's always interesting knowing what age range they put on adolescent units. Yeah. Because you don't know where to start it at 11 or 13, 14, and whether you stop it at... 17 when they become adults at 18 yeah. or whether it goes on longer but it's interesting that's what they went for yeah, yeah. I, I think it was linked at the time to sort of national service frameworks mm. and um the nurse that started the unit um was heavily embedded in really trying to improve adolescent medicine because it was around the time of sort of tackling the health of the teenage nation yeah. there was lots of stigma around young people's health inequalities um so i loved working nice. there and would you have known that's where you wanted to work when you were doing your training? Like, did you have an inkling that adolescent transition and all that sort of stuff would be your area or not? No, not hugely. I loved working. I, I did like working with the younger children, but I always thought I would end up in sort of oncology. But my first six months in oncology unit, I enjoyed and I learned a huge amount. But I thought that's not where I want to spend my, yeah. the rest of my career so it was nice on the adolescent unit that we did get some oncology patients but it wasn't specialized it wasn't all it. you had to do yeah yeah because often we get you, students who feel like they need to know what they're going to do they by the time they finish their program they're like I'm not really sure where i want to work and kind of that's all right yeah <laughs> you'll find out that's the beauty of nursing because i've had many different as i'm sure i'll explain to you sort of like different career opportunities and you can do something for a period of time, but then you can do something different yeah. as well. There's, there's always something new to learn, I think, and something yeah. new to I've do. I've made the most of that. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what did you do? What, 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 what happened after that? So, yeah, I made the progression to sort of senior staff nurse on the adolescent unit. And then I've got a bit of a calling to sort of working in community. Mm -hmm. And I'd always had an interest in sort of public health and health inequalities. Um, so I made quite a radical decision to go from 
um, senior staff nurse back down to sort of a junior band five, yeah. newly not newly qualified, but experienced staff nurse in the community working as a school nurse. I did never undertook my specialist qualification in school mm -hmm. nursing. It was more a, a community nurse with a public health sort of focus working yeah. in schools in Westminster in London. Mm. And that's was again really interesting in terms of the communities that you work with because I think a lot of people think that Westminster is a very affluent area because it's where mm -hmm. lots of rich people live but there's real um, divide in terms of lower socioeconomic groups huge um, diverse population and then some yeah there are mm. some very rich people that live there yeah but, but there's like pockets of deprivation yeah. as well and and probably really different than doing community nursing in Norfolk. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like the complete opposite of how it's all laid out and how you do everything. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so I did that for probably, I think it was about two years, and I learned a huge amount in terms of safeguarding, um, public health, health promotion, child development. I was at around the time that they started introducing the National Child Measurement mm -hmm. Programme and also the HPV vaccination. Yeah. So there was lots of controversy at the time around sort of HPV vaccinations and sort of consenting young people to... Yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, it doesn't seem to be... Everyone's kind of got past that now, but yeah, there was a lot of controversy and worry about it at the time, wasn't there? Yeah, and healthy schools agenda mm -hmm. was a big thing at the time, so... Quite an interesting time to be working in that role then, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um I loved it. I did love it, but I, I found, for me personally, I wanted to do more skills-based nursing. Um, and then I made the... Do you want to say my next Yeah, go on. Tell me where, where next. <laughs> so then, again, I feel like I've been really privileged in a lot of the roles that I have done. Um, I was um, appointed to be an adolescent nurse specialist working quite closely with the Department of Health mm -hmm. on the Teenage Health Demonstration Site in Hackney. Um, so we were chosen, there was four areas within the UK that were chosen to really try and improve adolescent health. And Hackney was chosen as sort of an area of high deprivation within the city. Mm. Um, and we developed a young people's health service, like a one-stop shop for young people when they could access... It was a bit like a GP, but a GP for young people. Yeah. And actually, after a period of time, it became a nurse-led service and there was no um, GPs that worked within the service. So I did my training in contraception, sexual health. We were able to offer vaccinations. We had close links with dietitians, CAMS, Child and Adolescent Mental Health mm. Services, youth offending, careers, connections. It was it was a brilliant. So it had everything that you needed, for, like they needed, all in kind of one yeah. one service. And the beauty was, we didn't call uh, most of the young people that did access was primarily around sort of sexual health needs and contraception. Yeah. But because we were labelled as a general health service, they were able to come to us and not have the stigma of attending a sexual health service because a lot of the research, a lot of the evidence says that. Young people don't like to go somewhere where they might see their friend who... Yeah, someone's going to watch them go in or... Yeah, yeah, yeah and it was, it was very... We did a lot of work around the You're Welcome quality criteria and making the, the services young people friendly and we had huge involvement from local young people in the community to make sure that they were services that they wanted to attend. Yeah, well, that sounds like a really good service. Yeah. And so how long were you there for? Yeah, I was about there, about seven, six, seven years. Um... Then I had, I guess I had my children and 
things sort of change and I was then offered an opportunity to start lecturing at City University so where back I did to where you started yeah, yeah. Um, and again I love that that was a brilliant opportunity and I guess sort of I learned a whole new scale skill set in terms of teaching and education um, I did that for three years did my master's I was primarily involved in the BSE yeah. children and young people's nursing or was children's nursing then we've only recently made the transition to children and young yeah. people's nursing haven't we um, so my role initially was to try and think about how we expand placements and thinking about non-conventional placements for child mm -hmm. nursing students. And I managed to get quite a few placements within the independent sector, so private hospitals for yeah. some of the students that was really well evaluated and more community-type placements as well. Interesting. Mm. And then you didn't come straight from one university to another? No. You went elsewhere in between? Yeah, so at that point, um, I guess sort of, Family, we decided to relocate from London back to Norfolk because I'm from Norfolk and grew up yeah. here. And Everyone I think Norfolk's Norfolk. a wonderful place to... <laughs> People who <laughs> never leave, well, they yeah. always come back, yeah. yeah. Um, so we relocated and at that point uh, an opportunity for a safeguarding nurse came up working within Cambridge and Peterborough CCG, which then transitioned to the Integrated Care Board. So I was acting as a deputy designate. It's a very long title. It's mm -hmm. one of the longest titles <laughs> in the world when I introduced myself in meetings. Deputy designated nurse for safeguarding children for Cambridge and Peterborough Clinical Commissioning Group. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good for a long title. <laughs> yeah. um, so again, I've, I've found, I don't know how you felt, Joe, but I've found every role that I've done... I have learned a huge amount and yeah. different skills that you can then transfer to future roles that you're doing. Um, that are all really useful for what you're doing now. Yeah, exactly. I, in my role as a safeguarding nurse, it wasn't it, safeguarding was the focus, but we also had to do a lot of quality assurance, mm -hmm. um, sort of quality visits, making sure that services were delivering on the services that they were commissioned to do. And I've just delivered a workshop this morning with the MSG students about quality improvement. So another string to your bow, another thing that you've been involved in. Yeah. 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 Okay. And then you came over to us one year ago today. Yes. And, and what do you like about working at the university? Well, I love the people, obviously, the team that I'm working with. I think the children and young people's nursing team is a really close, um, cohesive unit. Mm. And I think the the way that we're able to support students, we, there's a really robust support around the students that study at UEA and lots of initiatives in terms of the advisor. Also, I really like the programme that we deliver okay. and yeah. the way that, health promotion and health inequalities is a real focus at the very beginning um where i worked previously that wasn't until part two of the program and a lot of the students had already been in practice and experienced yeah. a lot of these issues but they hadn't had the theory behind it so i love the fact that the module it's actually the module that i you're, am the lead for yeah. child field lead for facilitating health and well-being we focus on not just ill health but preventing ill health and thinking about the wider factors that influence our health at the very beginning of the programme yeah, as well. Yeah, and that makes a lot of the students realise that it's not just... Children's nursing is not just looking after sick kids in hospital. Like yeah. There's loads more to it. And even if you are doing that, your role is broader and there's a lot of health promotion that needs to be done. And, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, 
and I guess I think like obviously your career background is more acute based but I think we couldn't like community and acute have like working together sounds a bit cheesy a bit corny <laughs> but the role of the public health practitioners in preventing young people actually attending the acute mm. services and then communication from the acute services about the yeah it goes both ways yeah. and yeah and that probably helps with how we our team works with teaching because we've all got those different experiences and you've got very different experiences to me and to the other members of our of our small team but we've all got an awful lot of yeah. wide-ranging experience yeah i think that's a real yeah benefit as well we've got so many di diverse career backgrounds haven't we and i think the students really appreciate that we try and tailor the teaching yeah. based on our specialist knowledge as yeah. well yeah and if one of us knows something about something more we can get involved and teach it or at least support the person in preparing for it or whatever it might be yeah Right, one more question for you before we wrap up. If you had a, a new student with you right now, just ready to start the course next week, what would your piece of advice for them be? What would what would help them get, get them through the next three years? I think that's a really good question. And my personal experience and what I would probably say is try not to compare yourself to other individuals. Just focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. I think... As long as you are doing the very best you can do, no one else can ask any better of you and just do your best. Perfect. Thank you very much. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for watching. Hopefully you um, enjoyed this and you know a little bit more about, um, about Ellie. If you enjoyed it, please like the video, um, click subscribe so you get alerts for more videos when they come through. And you can add any comments or questions below and have a look around because there's a lot more um, Meet the Lecturer videos available on the site. Um, thanks very much. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Bye.